Okay, we're going to start here at the top of Lamech Chedem and Al, three lines down where we left off. Continuing the sugya that we saw before. Before we had a statement, Amar Abu Amar Yochanan, that when we talk about Heter Mitzdarf Isur, that only has application by Nazir and not other Isurim Shabbatorah. So now there's another statement by Rabbi Abu, but this time it's the name of Amar Abu Lazar. Amar Abu Amar Lazar, Ko Riviot Shabbatorah, Ein Heter Mitzdarf Isur Chutz Mirviot Shabbatorah. That when it comes to Riviot, when it comes to liquid measurement, then there's no heter mitzdarf leisur, except for the revius <coughs> of nazir. There's also uh, a different girsa. You can see this in the tosos. You can see in the rush. There's a different uh, girsa which says kol isurim shibatorah, not kol reviut shibatorah, but kol isurim shibatorah. Ain't heter mitzdarf leisur chutz mi revius shibatnazir, except the liquids of nazir. Shemra Torah mishrat. Mishrat means to soak and soak the item in a liquid. So, Ma'ika ben Rabbi Yochanan the Rebbe Lezer. What's the difference between Rabbi Yochanan's position, the main, in the name of Rabbi Yobo, who says, Hetzer mitzvah the Yisra has application by Nazir and nowhere else. And <coughs> a statement here of Rabbi Al-Azhar, who says that it applies only by liquids. So, the Gemara answers up, Rabbi Lezer, Ika ve'inayu, the Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Ahulu Oklin. Even uh, foods, in Then when it comes to Hetzer mitzvah the Yisra, Rabbi Lezer, <coughs> Rabbi Lazar believes that's only applicable by liquids. You can only say Hetem and Starf Isur when you're talking about liquids. We don't say it when we're talking about solids. On the other hand, <coughs> Rabbi Yochanan believes that even by Ochlin, that we have <coughs> the application of Hetem and Starf Isur, because like in Isur Nazar, you have Chartzan and Zag, and you have other solid items that appear in uh in in uh, Nazir, and therefore if they're joined together with bread, then you would have Heter Mitzvah Lisur. Whereas according to Rabbi Elazar, the only time we say Heter Mitzvah Lisur is when the liquid, like the wine, is absorbed up into the bread, but not when you have other solids, or solid ochlin, that are together with the bread. So, new sugi now. I'm Rabbi Elazar. Eser Riviotain. There are ten special Riviot in the Torah. What we're talking about here is a Riviot Alug. A Riviot Alug, a quart, one quarter of a Lug. But Nakhir Rav and Rav Khana had a simon about them that Chamesh Sumkata, five of them are red, but Chamesh Chivarta, and five of them are white. What does it mean red and white? Red means Yayin and Dam, that's wine or blood. And Chivarta, white, means water or Shemin. So we have five and five. So now the Gemara is going to go through Chamesh Sumkata. What are the five red ones? So the Gemara gives a simon for those. It's Nazir. <coughs> That's the simon. So what are those? Nazir, what is the requirement? The reviews by Nazir, reviews the ayin, the Nazir. That the restriction for a Nazir to consume wine is a reviews worth of wine. Ose Pesach, what's Pesach? The Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Arba Kosot, Halot, Surach, Sheyeh, Behem, Kedei, Reviews. That the Kosot of the Arba Kosot of Pesach have to have a reviews halug in them. And <coughs> there we discuss that it has a, a reviews and the Gemara Mtsachem, again, in Yonah Ziyoma, we just finished up, it's a little bit late, but that the Arba Kosters require Arvias of undiluted wine, together all four of them, because then if you take those and dilute them three parts to one, you'll end up with a Arvias Halog for each cup of wine. Now, Shehoru, <coughs> what's the requirement of Arvias by Hora? By giving Pesach Shata Arvias, Yain Al If you drink a Arvias worth of wine, you're no longer allowed to, or qualified to give <coughs> and we learn that out from the Parsha by Dutton on Aviram where it says, and right afterwards it says, So that Havdalah is the differentiating is that of Hakura'ah. That Hakura'ah can't be done when one is 
Shote Yayin Revius Yayin. Bimigdash, as again from the Pash of Nadav and Aviyu, Shote Revius Yayin, and Nichnas Migdash Chayiv Misa. Somebody drinks some Revius with wine and goes into the Migdash, is then Chayiv Misa. Umaitu, what's Maitu? The Tanya, Minayin Revius Dam, Shiyotu Mishne Maitim, Shimitame Ba'ohel. How do we know that when a Revius worth of blood, Revius worth of blood is Mitame Ba'ohel, how do we know if two, there are two cadavers here? And between the two of them, we now have blood that accumulates up to, that's spilled out of them, that accumulates up to a revius. That nevertheless, that's enough to create tumabo that you doesn't have to come from a single mace. Shinemar about kulnafshot, plural, mace, one. So even though your revius comes from <coughs> two different maceim, it just has to add up to one mace, which is the revius yayin, of blood, because the revius of blood is what's required for if a person loses a revius worth of blood, they will, according to the Gemara, not be able to live. So therefore, they're called the mace. So even though it comes from nafshot, from the plurali- pl- plurality, comes from more than one mace, nevertheless, that Revia Saddam is, <coughs> is, uh, Mitame Be'ohel. Now, Vachamesh Chibarta, what are the five white Reviot? So the first one is, uh, they, the Gemara now again gives a quick, uh, mnemonic to remember it. Chalat Nazir Mitzorab Nishinuf Salu B'Shabbat. So what's Chalat? So the first, <coughs> one is the subject to some controversy. It says, Chalat is Revi'it Shemen L'chala. What is Revi'it Shemen L'chala? So that is a machlokas here in the Rishonim. One possibility is Chalat, Revi'it Shemen L'chala, is for the Chavite Kohen Gadol. Every day the Kohen Gadol brought a Mincha in the morning and the afternoon, and he would require a Revi'it Shemen for those uh, Menachot that Chavite Kohen Gadol were brought in the Bokir and in the Erev. And that's what it's referring to here, Revi'it Chala Shemen Chala. The other possibility is that it's the Revi'it Shemen Shalchala Toda. That's what the <coughs> Tosfos over here suggests, and so does the Rosh, that it's the Revi'it that's needed for the Chalot Toda. The Chalot Toda come 40 loaves that come along with the Toda. 30 of them are Matzah, and 10 of them are Chala. For those 30 that are come as Matzah, there are three different meaning in them. There's 10, 10, and 10. So there is a uh, Asara Chalot, and and between those three, I mean those 30 chalos, they need to bring a chatzilug of shemen, half log of shemen. And then they divide that chatzilug of shemen in half. Half of it goes to the rikikim and the chalos, and half of it goes to the ruvucha. So how do you split the chatzilug in half? You need a revius. So the revius shemen we're talking about here is the oil that goes towards the ruvucha, the ten chalos ruvucha that is found by Nazir. So there are two possibilities about what this Revi'at Shemen L'chala is. Nazir, what's the case by Nazir? Revi'at Shemen L'Nazir. That you need for the <coughs> Karbonot Nazir at the end, you need a Revi'at Shemen. There they have two minim. You have, revi- you have to bring uh, of Matzah. You need to bring Chalot and Rikikim. And therefore you need to bring a Revi'at Shemen for them. Alright, Mitzorah. What do you need for Mitzorah? Revi'at Maim L'Mitzorah. By the Mitzorah and the Tara to Mitzorah, you have to... Shech the bird over Maim Chaim. How much Maim Chaim do you need to shech the bird over and for the Tarat HaMitzorah? That is a revius. You need to have a revius of spring water in order to <coughs> conduct the ceremony of Tarat HaMitzorah. Shinifsalu, what Shinifsalu? The sun. Beshar Kolamashkim Tmeim, Postlimetak Biaberit. These are one of the 18 things that was Nigzar and Gran Shabbos in the first parak. That <coughs> one who consumes uh, Tome liquid that they are postel the gvia, they make the person tameh. That's one of the xeris of the chachamim over there, that one who consumes liquids, and the gemara there discusses why that's a problem, either because he might eat other foods that come in contact, or mix it up with other liquids, 
either way, one who consumes liquids that are tamay, how much or how what's the quantity of liquids that tamay that he has to drink or consume in order to become make his midrabon and make his body tamay? That is Ariyavis. And the last one is Shabbos. So we're found in the Shabbos in the towards the uh, in the in the end of the uh, seventh parak uh, over there. Actually, the beginning of the eighth parak. That the Sharkalamashkim revealed that when the Gemara is enumerating how much do you have to carry out to be chayiv on Shabbos when it comes to liquids, the Gemara enumerates for dvash, for chalav, for uh, other items that give a specific amount. And then it says Sharkalamashkim, all other liquids, if they don't have the enumerated here in the Mishnah, have a specific amount, then be revealed a look. Then you have to reveal a look with Sharkalashokim, and also water that is not potable, and it's not drinkable water. That water also is bervis. That also, so to be chayy for carrying out that type of water on Shabbos, you have to carry a revis. So here, these are five. So the Gemara says, the two like, are there no more reviews in the Torah? We haven't mentioned the Mishnayot, other reviews. Vayika, revius, not only adayim lechav afilu That if you have a revius worth of water, you can wash your dime for one person, or even if you have a revius of water, you can wash for even two people for eating bread or eating trumo. So Mar says, Over there, there's a machlokas in the Mishnah whether revius is sufficient for two people to wash with, or there's another opinion, another town who believes no, that you have to have a revius left in the bo- bottle in order for the second person to wash. You need at least a revius. So this, this is subject to a machlokas. The Gemara didn't enumerate it, or Rebbe Lutz didn't enumerate it here. Maybe Pali Shacheres, he brings a Klicheres, some sort of vessel earthenware vessel, which is not so pretty, is an ugly earthenware vessel. And he places into it a half log worth of water. This is for the sota, the process of bedikas of sota, that you need uh, water and the dirt from the floor of the mishkan, or the floor of the mikdash. So that water, you have to bring a chati log ma'im in a kior, from the kior. So you see again, the need for a revius ma'im for the tarata, uh, for the bedikas of sota. So we're again answers up the same as it did before, but Pukta Lokamari, we're not dealing with Machlokas, and you see that you see that from the Mishnah Soto that there's Machlokas whether you need a Chatilog or a Vyasalog. So that we don't talk about. Vaika Kama Maim Nutin Latocha, that when you in the Gmar Brachos talks about for Tfilah, if you have Meira Glam, you have urine in front of you, and you're not allowed to daven when there's urine present in front of you, in front uh, in the barrel or in the urinal in front of you, how do you dilute the urine enough so that it's no longer considered urine? Where it says, if you pour in a revius hamayim, if you pour in a revius with a mayim, that already dilutes the urine to the point where it no longer restricts you from davening in that location. So where it says, come back to the chak koshu, Rabbi Zaki Omer, revius. There, the Gemara says, the Tanakhama says, koshu, and Rabbi Zaki says, you need a revius mayim, so you revius again. So Mary gives the same answer again. Look to Lokamari, there are two opinions. One is revius, and one is koshu. So over there, we're not going to bring that down. Vayika mikvah. What about mikvah? By mikvah we have a revius, a requirement of revius. So the Mara says, bar mihai. That was excluded to Batlua Rabbanan, because the Rabbanan reversed their position when it came to revius. What this revius by mikvah is, is subject to a machokas harvishonim. The Tosas and the Rosh here both bring down that the revius we're talking about here is that minatorah, they do not require 40 saw to be mitar, except for a person. First thing requires 40 saw, because you need both, you need to get his whole body into the uh, water, and that requires our bayim saw. But for other items, like needles or small items that you want to be metaren and mikvah, you only need enough water to encompass those uh, items. So technically, for a needle, would you only require a vias mayim? You'd only need a quick, small amount of water in order to be metaheret. And you wouldn't need the full 40 saw. And that's what we're referring to here. That revias mayim, 
The Ravia's worth of water that we're talking about in the mikvah that would be kosher to be metahir items that only that would be encompassed by Ravia's mind that's sufficient. So the Gemara says, no, that's not true. That in the end we didn't count that because the Chachamim were mevatulet and said that you need arbaim saw for everything. They made a takana that everything you want to be metahir in a mikvah requires forty saw in order that we don't have a problem that we have different mikvahs, some that are kosher for the adam, some are kosher for the kalim. Make one standard by all mikvot that they have to be forty saw. <coughs> That's where the Russian, the Tosfodon, uh, the Meforish also brings down a, sh- a shita like that. Then, in addition to that, the Meforish brings down three other possibilities about what the Revius is. If you want to look inside, he talks about whether it's from Mayim Shuvim or uh, other t- other technicalities in mikvah that you can see in the, that he brings down. But again, since uh, the Tosfos, the Rosh, and the Meforish brings this pshat, we're going to go with this pshat that it is. Revias Hamayim. Now, we point out, Tosus just makes an interesting point here that we know that by Mayim Chayim, by a, a spring, a live water, a live spring, when you take water there, then there is Matar B'Koshuhu. That is Matar B'Koshuhu, and so is a mikvah, could be Matar B'Koshuhu if it encompassed the whole item. Then the Chami went ahead and made a Takana that you need Arbaim So. So Tosus points out that when they made that Takana, that was only by mikvah, by Arbaim So of water, stationary water. But when it comes to Mayim Chayim, the Gemara, the Gemara never changed, or the Chayim were never attacking there, that you require Arbaim Saw, and therefore it could still work even with a Koshu. And that stands till today, that you can, I mean, stands even after the Kanas coming by Mikvah, by Mayim Chayim, that if the Mayim Chayim could encompass the entire object, then that would be sufficient to be Matarid, and we don't have a requirement of Arbaim Saw. <coughs> Alright, now the Gemara continues. Now this Gemara... It's interesting because it's subject to a machlokus we shown about how to understand the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we had a machlokus between Rabbi Akiva and what seems to be the Mishnah Rishona, whether there's a requirement when the requirement by Nazir to be over the Eastern Nazir, is that simply Revius Yain, or that also, or it has to be a Kazayis. The Mishnah Rishona believed that it has to be Revius, it's a liquid measurement of Revius Alug. And Rabbi Akiva believed that you're only over by Nazir by a Kazayis. When it comes to, <coughs> excuse me, when you have a Kazayis worth of uh, one. So there, the Rishonim here uh, discuss or disagree about what's the position of the Tanakama. Does the Tanakama believe that dry goods require a Kazais and liquids require revis? And that's what Rabbi Akiva comes to argue about. He says even liquids require a Kazais. Or does the Tanakama argue entirely on the position of Rabbi Akiva? And he says anything that has to do with Nazir is measured by revis, by a liquid measurement of a revis. Because the yayin is the key aspect of, of Nazir, and therefore, since yayin is the key aspect of Nazir, Revius is the measurement, whether for dry goods or for liquids. And Revius argues and says, no, Kazayis is the measure, we're going to see in the Gemara why, but Kazayis is the measure for everything, both dry goods and liquids. So that's the subject of Machlokas Rishonim. Based on the Machlokas Rishonim, it makes a difference what the Girsu in the Gemara is here. So according to those that say that it is <coughs> a complete Machlokas, that the Tanakhama believes, or the Mishnah Rishonah believes, that Revius is the standard both for dry goods and for liquids. Then the way to read the Gemara now is Tanakamo Medame Lahu, the Holy Surin Nozer the Shtiel. That the Tanakama compares all Yisurim by Nozer to drinking. Since all of them are compared to drinking, therefore everything has the standard or by which we judge all these items is Shtia. Because how did the Pasuk, when the Pasuk talks about what the requirements in there? It says, "Miyayim b'shecha yazir chomet yayim chomeshara lo yishteh." So you're not allowed to drink. V'chomeshrat anavim lo yishteh. V'anevim lachaveshim lo yochel. So afterwards, there's two. The pasuk starts out with shtia, and afterwards says, "You're not allowed to eat." So now <coughs> it says, "Kol yemini zromi kol asher yasemigefanayim mechatzim adag lo yochel." So the yo yochel that comes afterwards 
is subject to the yishteh, the lo yishteh that came first. Lo yishteh, how do we measure the lo yochel that comes afterwards? That is measured by the lo yishteh that was originally present. You cannot drink, and then I drink will dictate the measurements for lo yochel. Whereas Rabbi Akiva says, no, and that's the continuation of the Gemara here. Rabbi Akiva Amar, Kim Nechti Ve'anavim Lachim Ve'yeveshim Lo Yochel. Right, that it says, Ve, the Ve, that Vav is Mosif. So the Vav comes to teach you, just like by Anavim Lachim Ve'yeveshim, the standard is Achila, so too what came before it. The Vav, the Vav Achibor tells you that which came before it, even the Shtia is subject to the Lo Yochel. What's the standard of Lo Yochel? That is Kezayis. Because Kezayis will dictate over here. How do you measure a kezayis in liquid, and how do you measure a revius in dry goods? So that the uh, Mepharshim pointed out either by the Mishnah and over here they pointed out that if you take a beaker full of, or something full of wine, a cup full of wine, and then you take an olive and you put it into the wine. Now whatever the olive displaces from this coast, that's the amount of wine that is considered a kezayis. And the other way around will be true also. If you want to know how much is a revius worth of a solid, then you will take a, uh, a solid item and you will place it into, you will dis- look at it to displace a revius worth of liquids. You'll see how much a solid item displaces of a revius of liquid and that's considered a revius of a solid. So that's one gear. So according to the other Mepharshim say, which seems to make more sense, again, this pshat, that what, that everybody agrees by achila that this requirement is a kazais. The only machlokus is by the liquids. Do the liquids require a vis, which is the position of the Mishnah Rishona, or do the liquids require a, a solid measurement of size, which is the position of Rabbi Akiva? And then the, the Gemara will read somewhat like what we have in our Gemara, Tanakama does not compare everything to drinking, meaning that drinking is alone and eating is alone. Eating gets a kazayas and drinking gets a revius. Rabbi Akiva, Kevin Zechtiv, Anim, Ba'anavim, Lachim, Be'erishim, Lo Yochal, the Vavachiba there. Just like the Kazayas, it will influence all the consumptions of a Nazir that are restricted, and so too over there you will require Kazayas even though it's a liquid measurement. Right now the Gemara continues. Then you can't eat grapes that are both moist or dried. So the Torah could have written Anavim without mentioning Lachim Yveshim, and you would have known that both dried grapes and moist grapes are. Restricted. Why did they? Go, why did the Torah go ahead and enumerate both lachim yveshim, which seems to be extraneous? So the Gemara says it comes to teach us something. To teach you that you're chayav for each one independently. There different girsot here. One gear says that from here you learn to all yisurim Torah. Other girsot read mikanatan l'chol yisurim shibanazir that you learn, which seems to make more sense that it's teaches you about all other Yisurim in Nazir. Makhan shu minachad, it's the same item, it's a grape in both instances, but they're called different things because of what they they look like now, or what happened to them, transpired to them, they're called two different things. And therefore you're going to be chayev on each one independently. Anything that's one item, but are called two different things, You'll be chayev on each one by itself. So the man says, "Let's do it. Let's do it. What, What's that coming to include? What comes to teach us about? Cham rachadat of the inveh comes to teach us like grapes and grape juice, right? That new wine, new wine which is fresh from the pressed grapes, tastes just like eating the grape. So the grape and the grape juice should have been synonymous. They should have been one item. You should only been chayev one. But no, we learn out from the fact that it says anavim lachim veishim that since they're called different things, one's called grape juice and one is called a grape." Therefore, you're going to be chayav on each one, bifnei atzmo. All right, now we have a machlokus between Abayi and Rabba. 
Svachokas appears in Sochem and other places in Shas about the din of lav shibichlalot. What's the din of a lav that has a general term? So in the in the Sukkim of Nazir, we have Mayayim Sheikhar Yazir, Chometem, Chomet Sheikhar Lo Yishteh, so it enumerates items. Chol Mishrat Anavim Lo Yishteh, Anavim Lachim Yishim Lo Yochel, Chol Mishrat Anavim Lo Yishteh, Chol Mishrat Anavim Lo Yochel. So now the Sukkim over there gives enumerate specific items which the, the, the Nazir is not able to consume. And then it gives a general statement which is Kol Asher Yasemi Gefen Ayayin. A general, anything that's made from wine or anything that is a grape or wine product cannot be consumed. So what do we do with that general statement? How does that general statement affect right, the other Isurim there? So Abaye believes, Amar Abaye, Achal Chartzan Lokeshtayim. Achal Zag Lokeshtayim. If he eats Chartzan, <coughs> he gets two Malkus. One Malkus for eating Chartzan, for eating the pit. And one Malkus for for violating the general principle of Mikola Shemitzem Migefen Hayayim. Achazag Lokeshtayim. If he eats a Zag, he gets two Malkus. One for eating the skins, and one for violating Mikola Shemitzem Migefen Hayayim. Achazag Zag. If he eats both Chatzan and Zag, Lokeshalosh, he gets three Malkus. One for Zag, one for Chatzan, and one for the general category of Mikola Shemitzem Migefen Hayayim. Rav Amar, Eno Lokeh Achas. You only get one Malkus here. So when Rabbah says you only get one Malkus here, that's because why, why don't you get, why do you only get one set of Malkus over here? That's because we don't give Malkus for a general statement. When you have a lab that applies to many different items, then we don't say that you get Malkus, a separate set of Malkus for that. So there are two ways to learn what does it mean that you don't get Malkus for Lab Shibachalot. One possibility is that he agrees with the Bayit, that Chartzan and Zag, each one of them is an independent Isur. We just don't get one Malkus for the general category called the Kolashaya Semi Gefen So Robo would agree that if you ate both Chatzan and Zag, you'd get two Malkus, one for Chatzan and one for Zag. He does not agree to abide that you'll get the third Malkus, which is Mikolashaya Semi Gefen And that's what he argues with. When you have a Lashabalachlalot, that Lav does not create its own Isur, that is a general Isur for everything, that you get a separate Malkus for, independent of the, each item that's enumerated. The other way to learn Rabbah is that you only get one Malkus no matter what you consume. And even if you eat Zag, and even if you even if you eat skins and seeds and any other item, since they all derive for the same Isur, what's that Isur? Is Kolasher Yasemi Geven Ayayin. Since there's a single encompassing Isur or Lav that encompasses everything, they're all enjoined together to be one Lav. And therefore, even if you eat a Zag or a Kharsan together, you'd only get one Malkus. <coughs> Not one Malkus for each, but one Malkus for the entirety of the whole group, because there's only one Isur here, because it's a general category that covers everything. Those are the two possibilities, or two ways to learn rubble. The Rishonim uh, spend much more time in the Gmarim Sochem, uh, spend much more time in discussing this, what's the position of Abayi, what's the position of Rubble, and how does Lavish Kuala's work. But uh, we won't spend a lot of time around here, I just want to point out that there is uh, different interpretations of how to learn rubble as opposed to Abayi. And then even within the Shita of Abayi, they will, they're the same, depending on what you think Rubble thinks the Lavish Kuala's might impact on how you view Abayi's Shita. Right now, the Gmarim says, Metiv Rabbapa, Rabbalozo, Mer Nazir, Shayshotayim, Kalayom, Right, you have a nuzzer who's drinking wine all day, he only gets one. If you were warned him not to drink and he drinks all day, he only gets one set of malkus. You keep saying to him, don't drink, don't drink, but who showed them that he drinks? He gets malkus for each time he drinks because it's a separate isur. Every time he drinks the revius yayin, he has violated the isur nazir, and therefore he'll get uh, malkus. So now, if he ate moist grapes, 
and dry grapes, chartanim and seeds, vizagim and skins, b'sachat eshkoshel anavim, and then he squeezed out grape juice, b'shata and drank it. Lo kechamesh, he gets five malkiots. So the Gemara said, to give a puppet's question is to Abaye. Why should I only get five malkiots over here? Yes, there are five items that are enumerated here. That's because malkiots. Well, what happened to your general malkiots that you give Abaye? Mikol asher yasemi gefen hayayin. Right, what happened to that general principle of lash that you get malkus for? Why should there eat hachi lilkei sheish? According to you, uh, Rabbi, you should get six malkus, not just five. Why? Achat al mikol asher yasemi gefen hayayin. That you should have one for that general category, mikol asher yasemi gefen hayayin. Why says Tana v'shiyah? The Tana didn't, was an exhaustive list of all these serum here. He left out other things. My shear. So what did he leave over? The high shear. He left over this. The shear lo yechel devaro. Because this person is also violating the isur of not keeping one's word when he takes a nether. So when he says, That's not left over. The Tana here is enumerating isurim that are unique to Nazir. Not isurim that apply anywhere in Nazirim or anywhere in Nazirut, which is anytime you violate a nether Nazirut or Nazirut that you violate Loyachel Dvaro. No, we want categories that are unique to Nazir. And that's only five. So when it says, Lo yechal devaro yitze bin nedarim that you have in other places. Amalei Ravina b'farkazayah the Ravashi v'ashir the ben beinayim. But he left out over here the Tana didn't mention ben habeinayim. So we had a machlokus we showed him earlier on what ben habeinayim is. We saw that the Mefarish brought down ben habeinayim was the 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 flesh of the grape that's found between the skin and the seed. And the Rabbeinu Tam believed that the ben habeinayim was the small grapes that didn't ripen that were found amongst the clusters, small grapes that didn't ripen that were sour. These Ben Abinayim, either way, he's left them out of the Tana, left them out. He could have created another set of Malkus that came from Ben Habinayim. So, Alam Rapapa, you know, Rapapa explains the end, Lotanya Mide Chamesh. To be honest with you, that Bryce doesn't even mention the word Chamesh. Oh, what? Baha Otvei Chamesh. Didn't Rapapa ask Abaye from this Bryce because it said five in it? What do you mean it doesn't say five in it? So, he says, Machaz Lotanya Chamesh, my time Otvei. If it doesn't say five, what's the question of Abaye? It just says he's Chayev, Malkus, then Abayi will say six, then Rav will say five. So what is the, what's, or Rav will say either one or five, right? So what's the, what's the point of asking the question of the Bryce if it doesn't say five in it? So when it says, Amar Apova Anas, Avrei Lav Gemara, he thought that Abayi's position was his own Svara, that he didn't have a Kabbalah from his Rebbeim about it, but that he could cause, force him, he didn't agree with that position, and he could force him to re- retract his position by bringing a Bryce that undermined him. But once he realized that he was, so he made up that the Brisa had the word Chamesh in it to try to push the position of Abai to see if he really held by his position. In the end, Abai didn't go back on his position because Abai had a Misora from his rebellion that that was the Halacha and therefore it wasn't just coming from Svarah. Alright, Rabbi Lazar ben Omer, Amar Rabbi Yosef Keman Mitargamina. Rabbi Yosef says, who is the Targum of this life? Right, mefurtsanim vad itzuran. When they metargem mechatsanim adzag, we say chatsanim are putsanim, are pits, and ad itzurim, itzurim the thing that holds the grape in or that's squeezed in the grape. That's the skins, which means zag is itzurim. Right? Who's that like? That's like Rabbi Yossi who believes that the word zag means skins and chatsanim means pits. And again, here it's funny. The Gemara uses Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi who was a uh, a, a, a bucky in targum. Because Rav Yosef was blind, and when he went blind, right, then you can't learn Torah Shabbat mean Baal Peh, because that's one of the restrictions that Torah Shabbat cannot be learned Baal Peh. So therefore, he had to learn Torah Shabbat Targum. And therefore, 
Rabbi Yosef, who was a Baki in Targum, the question brings down the statement that the Targum of Chatzim Adzag is Mifutzanim Ad Hitzirim. And he shows from the Targum that that is like Rabbi Yosef, or the position of Rabbi Yosef. We'll stop here.